Hello, it is Wired from Big here in our recording studio slash bedroom. So today, <laughs> me and my dad are really excited because we're about to start our YouTube channel. This is the week that we are beginning to do that. And so the fun thing is that we went out to Staples and got a whiteboard. I have a big blank wall in my room and we hanged it up and we've been drawing on it. We recorded a few videos with it. It's been a really fun day. Super fun. Yeah, we got that whiteboard and now we're testing to see what the best lighting is and all those kind of things, which is tricky, which is tricky. But today we're going to talk a little bit about some of the things we got coming up. This is week two of our podcast. And we're going to talk a bit about reading. And do dyslexic kids like reading or not like reading? And what do you do then when you go to the library? So we're going to talk about that on episode three of Wired for Big. Alrighty, everybody. In today's episode, we're going to talk a little bit about reading and whether or not dyslexic kids like to read or not. And I have two stories that we can tell about our two oldest kids, Jack and Emmy. So when Jack was younger, um, especially in first, second grade, he hated reading. He didn't want to do it. It was just such a fight to read. And we were concerned at that point that maybe he didn't like to read. Maybe there was some sort of problem with the way that he was learning to read. We got concerned. But what happened was when he started to find books that he really enjoyed, like we read the whole Harry Potter series, or at least the first book. Jenny read that aloud. And then now he is up till 11 o'clock at night and we have to take it away from him. He loves reading and he loves Harry Potter. And we're going to hopefully find some other series that he likes as well. Now, when we come to Emmy, when she was younger, she had every book in the house, in her bed, in, tucked in under her pillow, under her bed, looking at them all the time. She had post-it notes with different notes of different things all over her room. She was writing and we thought reading like crazy. But Emmy, what were you actually doing with all those books? Uh, I mean, yes, I could read a few words, but I didn't actually understand the story. I looked a bunch at the pictures and, um, I kind of, kind of started adding my own words. Like I looked at the word and I kind of add my own words and then I took sticky notes and colored something about the story. So So do you think you actually understood the stories or were you making your own things up? Uh, making my own things up. (laughs) Yeah. Well, we could hear you. Sometimes we'd have to come up and tell you to stop talking and you were reading out loud and telling (laughs) stories and your imagination was clearly very high. We knew that right away. (laughs) Yes. But... (laughs) We didn't understand till um, this last fall, 2017, that what, what Emmy called Emmy reading wasn't necessarily helping you understand how to read for real, read un- and understand these words. So we had to do a number of different things to help you start to think through that. And we've talked a little bit with our listeners about your tutoring. We'll talk more about that later. But I thought this was interesting. So um emmy is like like you all know has been diagnosed with dyslexia she has some um, different tutorings and different things she has to learn um that's what our youtube channel is going to do a lot of is actually she's going to give lessons on the different things she learns and how she learns to read but we jenny took you to the library mom jenny took you guys to the library so emmy when you go to the library 
What is that like? What do you do? Because a lot of kids, I think that when they find out as a parent, is they're always concerned about whether or not their kids like reading or hate reading. And I think I thought maybe dyslexic kids like Jack, when, when we thought he hated reading, maybe we thought he had a problem. But he didn't have a problem, and it was just the way his brain was wired in it. And once he got those ideas, he took off. Now, for you, the ideas didn't take off. So, but you love reading, right? Like, so talk about the going to the library as a person that you know we thought maybe didn't like to read for a while there because it was a struggle. So I'll start from when I was little. When I was little, I would love to go to the library. They had little things. I would perform puppet shows with my mom with the puppets. And I loved doing all the games and building forts with all the stuff. And I would also go through asking, Mom, where's these books? Where's these books? Uh, I, w- I would pick out the most crazy pictured ones ever and take them home and just look at them. My mom was like, don't spoil them because we would get books to go somewhere so I wouldn't get bored. But I would spoil them and look at them in the car. So... But as I grew up, I kind of began to be like, I'm kind of getting a little bored of pictures. I mean, I love, love, love the pictures, but I, I kind of want to do something else. And so I went to school and I learned how to read. And I'm like, uh, Mom, can I get any books that I can read with? And she's like, oh, yeah, there's a ton. And so as long as I um, keep on going to my tutoring, um, my tutor keeps on saying, these would be great to check out at the library. And so now I'm getting all these different types of books. Like, you used to get two or three of pictures. Right. And I remember during the school year that there were some kids in your class that could read the bigger chapter books, but you yeah. couldn't. So what have we been doing, though? Because I bet a lot of kids had that same problem where your friend is you're reading these books and you kind of maybe think they're like really maybe baby books or, or, or simpler books and you want to read some of the bigger books but what have we been doing when you want to read some of the chapter books uh we've been kind of getting to chapter books there are oh we have kind of been getting to shorter little chapter books but also what we've been doing i got an awesome cool cd player not one of those things that you can carry around like an actual cd player you can hang up on your wall and I've been checking out American Girl Doll CDs, and I've been listening to music and Was it Junie B. Jones? Junie B. Jones. Uh Uh-huh. Right now I'm learning about slavery in an American Girl Doll book, Annie. Um, And so, yeah, and one more thing I had is, so throughout going to the library, I saw other books. I'm like, whoa, I want to read that. And when I grew up and, like, got to know better how to read, I'm like, Finally, I can actually read this and actually know what the pictures kind of stand for. And so that's how it got funner and funner. Yeah, so a little mix of getting some chapter books has been good, and you've been doing a good job of getting through those. But also some of the things that maybe your friends are reading and that you aren't quite ready for or might take too long right now, we're getting um, on CDs and the our local library. Big props to our local library. I actually... A um, little small plug here uh, for our library. I was on the library board for six years, and we have an awesome new library that kids just really, really enjoy. 
And uh, they have a big library of uh, books on CD, and Emmy's got a good collection of them here. And she's sometimes, again, now where Jack is up reading, and we have to tell her, tell him, get the book down, go to bed. Emmy's up here listening. So she's soaking it in just in a different way right now. But it's, uh, it's good for her vocabulary and to continue to, to hear um, those stories for sure. So that's, uh, that's Emmy right now and her, her trips to the library. We go often, and it looks a little different maybe than some other kids, but uh, she loves the audio side. That's a big deal for her. So it, that wraps up this segment, and uh, I hope that you got a little bit out of our recent trip to the library. All right, everybody, that's a wrap on episode three. But one of the things I wanted to mention before we go here, and Emmy has something to add to this, is throughout the summer, um, we are actually going to be exploring all sorts of different technology. And this app we're using right now, Anchor, is just that. It's a new app that's been out, and uh, we're using that to record and actually edit our podcast. So when we do these podcasts, we usually do them right before bed. We record them, and then after Emmy goes to bed or while she's going to bed, I'm editing them and then I post them. And literally from beginning to end, it takes Emmy, it only takes us about a half an hour to 40 minutes. So Anchor is a cool app, but there's a number of other things like we've mentioned YouTube and things we're going to explore how to use those technologies and those tools. Um, but there's one really fun one that I didn't know much about that Emmy's been wanting to use that we're going to do every Friday. We're going to try to post a video with this tool. What, what are we talking about, Emmy? Musically. What in the heck is Musical.ly? So you know when you want to take a video with music, except you have the video on, except you try to go out, but then it just pauses. So then you turn your music on, and then you go on to video, but then you can just hear your music pause. So you can't take a video with music. Well, that, well, and what if you want to put, like, a cute face on with Photos and videos are just <laughs> plain, normal videos and stuff. But with Musical.ly, you can do music to it. You can add sparkly backgrounds. You can do faces. And it's pretty cool. You can lip sync the songs. You can dance to the songs in your videos. And you can post them. And that's basically what Musical.ly is. It is very creative tool. So for parents out there that are listening to this that have seen mostly videos of annoying teenagers doing weird things that's what i thought it was and i sort of was when emmy said i want to do musically i'm like yeah no there's a lot of weird stuff on there that i thought was but once we started using the tool it is a creative person's dream there's so many things you can do whether it's superimposing things on your head like a cat or sparkly things or glasses or the music stuff it is really interesting um, but just like any other tool that you have your kids using online, it really doesn't matter what it is today. You need to, as a parent, understand what they're good for, understand some of the potential negative sides of them, and manage it with your kids. But So, I mean, I are going to do it together. I even might get on a Musical.ly video before the end of the summer. I don't know. We'll see. But for Emmy, it is a, she sits on it for, if she would, you do it for all day if you could. Yes. And play with it, all the different tools. And this, what's nice is you can post them publicly or privately. So it can just be a tool, an app that you use just to have a creative outlet for your kids. So I recommend trying it and maybe just only posting privately for a while maybe. Yeah. But maybe if you do something totally awesome, you'll get like a bajillion loves or likes or comments. 
so one more thing so me and my so first my dad was like i was like we have to get a new app we have to get a new app i need an app on the phone for me so we got musically and it was kind of like okay here you go do whatever you want with it and so i started doing it i started showing all the cool videos he's like oh that's actually pretty cool and so then we got into what we were going to do in the summer and he was like you know what i mean i want to make um a wired for big musically um account and i know you've been doing posting it privately but now we're going to start posting it so everyone can see and maybe you'll start posting it privately but then if you get a parent's permission you can start posting them out there and getting likes and getting fans and it's just so much fun i think it could be fun we'll see how it goes this summer so that's it that's episode number three of wired for big everybody out there in our listening audience have a good one